0: Scott in Matthews, North Carolina writes this, Darren, I wonder if you've been around long enough to appreciate the context of Scott's comment and question here. DG, the message board warriors are at it again, and I've often relied on you to separate fact from fiction. I don't always like what you say or what you write and I have listened to you for 20 years, and I've been a subscriber to the ACC Sports Journal, I think, for even longer than that. While I don't always like what you write and say, I agree with what Coach Cut says in one of your promos, and that is you're fair to everybody. He says your lawyer's brain and your journalist's integrity, whether I like it or not, leads you to fair-minded commentary. I appreciate that, Scott. With that in mind... Can you tell me whether or not the message board warriors are right when they say, and you got to brace for this, Darren, tell me if you understand this, Mac Brown built his UNC football empire on the shoulders of the AFAM scandal. Does that, I know you've covered, you've been around for the NCAA investigated. Right, sort of the N- aftermath. NCAA the- said no sanctions here. Yeah. It's, it's a disgrace it was an, a university wide filled with athletes from many sports just disaster what the afam chair and his secretary put together over so many years do you have any idea as somebody representing the 20 something and 30 something generation do you have any idea of how and why this question would even be asked or best i don't go to message boards i have no idea what they're saying or not <laughs> saying and, I, and frankly, I'm a healthier person because of yes. This. My track record for accuracy compared to theirs, slightly different. Slightly different. <laughs> so I appreciate Scott's sentiments. Would you have any idea why this would even be raised? Did Mac Brown's UNC football dynasty get built on the shoulders of the AFAM scandal? Would you know what amateur sleuthing? is being done by message board warriors or Twitter tough guys usually. What sleuthing was done where they decided that one plus two equals three as they see it? Do you have any idea? No, I don't, not in detail. I mean, I get the general gist. I think people just want to poke holes in whatever excitement of Carolina fans have. But oh, uh, we're, we're we're used to fans taking <laughs> lazy, cheap, lazy, ignorant, cheap shots toward each other right, all the time. Sure. There's nothing new about that. Now, if you the more you learn about the roots of the AFAM scandal, they actually go back to the end of the 1980s, according to like the Weinstein report and the NCAA, and 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 you know there were a lot. There was the Martin report. Remember all the different studies done on the AFAM scandal before? Again, the NCAA decided, man, y'all have a train wreck here. But it just doesn't violate NCAA rules. You're violating a whole bunch of other rules, and you should be embarrassed, but it's just not going to lead to NCAA sanctions. So the theory is, and man, I wish more people would go to logic class and causation class. Like A happened at around the same time that B happened, so one must have caused the other, right? You know, Brooklyn Decker was a guest on my radio show one day, and the lovely and talented Maria was really nice to me later that day. Couldn't just be a coincidence. It had to be a causation. <laughs> Maria jealous of Brooklyn Decker as a guest on the David Glenn Show. <laughs> oh, that night at the Glenn household? Woo! I'm not even allowed to tell that story anymore. I get too old for that. My heart might skip a beat, Darren Vaughn. So there's coincidence, and there's correlation, and there's causation. So, the amateur tough guy sleuths want to say that, hey, according to some of these reports, you know, that AFAM scandal started in the late 80s and early 90s. And, you know, Mac Brown went from going 1 in 10 and 1 in 10 in the late 80s. And then, lo and behold, AFAM classes showed up. And lo and behold, Mac Brown had eight straight winning seasons and built the Tar Heels eventually all the way into that. Top 10 program in 1996 and top five program, 11 and one with all that NFL talent, number four in one of the final polls. Of course, it had to be because Mac Brown built his dynasty on the shoulders of the AFAM scandal. Sure. Do you see the causation there, Darren? They both happened around the same time. So one must have caused the other like the Brooklyn Decker appearance as a guest on the David <laughs> oh, Glenn Of tour. course. I'll just give you one number. I mean, I mean, frankly, these folks embarrass themselves with their inability to be critical thinkers. Like, if all you want to do is just lob grenades at one another as fans, nobody takes you seriously. I don't care. I'm not going to lose any sleep of the, over that. Those who actually take themselves seriously are the ones that crack me up, the, the ones that when I correct them inevitably – with my lawyer's logic and my journalistic integrity, to choose Scott and Matthews' phrases, they're the ones that crack me up because they actually get mad when I have to correct them. Like, it's my fault that they're lazy, ignorant, cheap shot artists, right? They get upset if somebody says something false or misleading about the legend at their school, right? Oh, wait till a Duke or Carolina fan says something about Jimmy V at NC State in the 1980s. Whoa! Well, if they're wrong i defend Jimmy V. Guy's not around to defend himself anymore. If they're wrong when they attack Coach K, if they're wrong when they attack the the legend of Dean Smith, if they're wrong, of course I'm going to correct them. Unapologetically so in every case. You lazy, ignorant, cheap shot artists. If you're going to take a shot at somebody, do your homework. If you're right, not only will I agree with you, I'll actually give you a platform for your theory if it's a good one backed by evidence. If you're going to be just another lazy, ignorant, cheap shot artist, if that's what you want on your tombstone, don't expect me to show you any respect i won't and i won't apologize for anything if you think it's arrogant to be right sign me up for being arrogant because it beats the alternative of being the lazy ignorant cheap shot artist who takes shots at people's integrity at all every school except theirs remember oh no it's unfair to say that about their school or that coach but sign me up for the lazy, cheap, lazy, ignorant, cheap shots toward the schools I don't like. People live, breathe, and eventually die with that attitude. See, without people calling them out on it, I guess, on message boards, I will not live my life that way. I am happy to correct either the message board warriors or the lazy, ignorant, cheap shot artists of the world. As always, unapologetically so. So let me just hit you with one number as we welcome your calls one 761 Now, do you know Darren that by the mid two thousands, the 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 uh, what's that mid two thousand and five? What would that be? The mid twenty? That's not even the twenty. Well, it's it's referred to as the mid two thousands, although it's the just the first decade. Mid two thousands would 2000s. be twenty fifty. Correct. There. We have not reached that yet. All right, so it's let's just say two thousand and five. All right. Yeah. Just a number, just a number for you. In 2005, how many athlete enrollments were there in AFAM classes at the University of North Carolina? Now, this is not necessarily a number of athletes, remember. The same athlete could have taken several AFAM classes. But by 2005, the AFAM scandal had mushroomed to a point that was truly disgraceful. It was like... Not everybody knew why these athletes and other students were getting these good grades in these classes that turned out to be irregular was one of the words often used. Bogus, some called it. Paper classes was a phrase that some used, et cetera. Everybody handed something in, and that's why one of the reasons the NCAA couldn't nail the Tar Heels for it. But it was usually a mediocre to bad paper at the end of the semester, a single paper, thus the phrase paper classes. And they got suspiciously high grades on those papers, which were often graded only by a secretary who, was not, who did not have the credentials to offer such grades. I mean, there's more layers of embarrassment and disgrace than I can count in all that. But back to the number. In 2005, so this would be long after Mac Brown left sure. for Texas. He left at the end of the 1997 football season. By 2005, when the AFAM scandal had peaked, like, wow, these athletes and other non-athletes are getting really good grades in these classes, and these advisors and others, including in the athletic department but also outside, were just funneling larger and larger numbers of athletes to these classes, right? So by 2005, the number was between 400 and 500 athlete enrollments. Now, if you count non-athletes, the number was actually over 1,000. So, athletes, a significant percentage, but the majority were still non-athletes taking the AFAM classes, another thing that actually helped the Tar Heels, at least when they were you know, in front of the judge and jury that was the NCAA. So, I want you to, I want you to wrap your brain around that number. 400 to 500 athlete enrollments for UNC in AFAM classes. That's in 2005. Okay. 400 to 500 athlete enrollments. Again, we don't know the number of athletes. Right. Yeah, you said this could include Some multiple could take more enrollments for 400 athletes, to 500 yeah. athlete enrollments in 2005 out of the 1,200 plus when you include the non-athletes. That's 2005 at the peak of the AFAM scandal. So Scott and Matthews is wondering whether the message board warriors and the Twitter tough guys are right. Did Mac Brown build his dynasty in football on the shoulders of the AFAMs? It was made for him, Darren. If it wasn't made to help Dean Smith, you know, he only had one NCAA title. So he needed that AFAM scandal to get him that second one by 1993, I'm sure. Did Mac Brown's dynasty get built on the shoulders of the AFAM scandal? All right, so 2005, 400 to 500 athlete enrollments. Let's just pick a year early in Mac Brown's tenure. He, he got things rolling in the early 90s. In 1992, how many athlete enrollments were there compared to 400 to 500 in 2005? And by the way, if you were a person of integrity, which you are, If you had even a lawyer's logic, which you might without the degree, would you care if you were building this theory that Mac Brown's dynasty was built on the shoulders of the (laughs) FM scandal? Would you care? whether the numbers were larger or smaller in the 90s, or would you just give up on the idea of credibility and integrity entirely? <laughs> would it matter to you? Would it matter to your theory? Your theory is Mac built his dynasty on the shoulders of the Afab scandal. So certainly the numbers must be much higher during his tenure when his teams you were successful, think, right? You would think. Given that, that you theory. You would think, at least if you have a functioning brain, And you're trying to pursue the truth to even a little degree. Okay, so 2005, 400 to 500 athlete enrollments. You ready for the number in 1992? Three. (laughs) Now keep in mind. Three. Three. Three athlete enrollments. Could have been one athlete. Could have been one guy. Could have been one athlete taking (laughs) three classes. Could have been the javelin thrower from the track team. Yeah. I, I'm not even. These are not. I said, guy. It these, could have been. A, these are a, not a female football athlete. numbers. These are athlete enrollment numbers. So think about it. I don't know what the number was in 1992, but Carolina is a what 30 sport monstrosity. You you probably have 400 athletes at the University of North Carolina, and in 1992, as Mac Brown was building his dynasty, there were three athlete enrollments in the AFAM classes. Three. Three might not have even been any football players. There were three total enrollments in 1992. What was that number in 1996? It was nine. Nine. We don't know if it was three people taking three classes each. We don't know how many football men's basketball players were involved. We don't know if it was the javelin thrower taking nine FM classes. We we don't know. So did Mac Brown build his dynasty on the shoulders of the AFAM scandal? Do your homework, look up the numbers, and it will save you from embarrassing yourself from a ridiculous theory that only like-minded imbeciles would let you get away with. Seriously. The numbers are a matter of public record. I didn't, I don't have a magic wand here. These are matters of public record. 400 to 500 in the 2004 2005 year three maybe not even including a single football player in 1992 nine by 1996 and so the empire was built and mac brown had one of the greatest teams in north carolina's modern college football history by 1997 clearly clearly built on the shoulders of the FM scandal.